Welcome to the NPC's Weekly News Roundup for the week of January 4th, 2020. Yay! Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. What's up? All right, so we... Well, you put some effort into that one, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kyle. Give me some enthusiasm. Sorry, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Get him warmed up. Come it's on, let's go. Okay. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. News! Uh, So, going into a new year, of course, the (laughs) video gaming stuff is rather light right now. Uh, One of the big things for us, of course, is that we're in the midst of a generation change in consoles. And at the end of this year, we're going to see the PlayStation 5 and (laughs) Xbox Series X. That leads into our first story here from IGN. PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X GPU and memory specs leak, report says. New information on the alleged specs, including GPU and memory for the PlayStation 5 and Series X next-gen consoles, have reportedly leaked, offering us possible, albeit unofficial, better look at these two new consoles. So, from what they're reporting here, this has kind of been all over the place from who's been reporting on what, but it looks like the PlayStation 5 will reportedly feature a 9.2 teraflop GPU, which according to these guys, the... I assume this is the base level PlayStation 4, has a theoretical max of 1.84 teraflops. So that's a that's eight times the power of what the existing PlayStation 4, I assume base level, has. It's a pretty drastic increase. Yeah. That's, Huge. I didn't think we would see that. So, uh, the PlayStation 5 will also reportedly feature GDDR6 memory, which is identical to AMD's RX 5700 series Navi cards. So... AMD just recently released a series of cards, the 5700 and 5700 XT for PC, and they are, they're not entry-level cards per se either. They actually are some pretty decent cards, but compared to the stuff NVIDIA puts out, they're not as, like, powerful, but they're still really good games if you want to play at 1440p, and I assume they're going to be custom-tweaked to be able to even handle some, like, they have to handle 4K. Right. I mean, or at least even above that to 8K. That's the big but thing. I don't have a 5700 or a 5700 XT in my computer, so I don't really know what the full capabilities of those graphics cards are, but they are very recent tech. Like, within the last eight months, okay. they've come out. Uh, because, of course, AMD is the one who is building the GPUs, or not just GPU, but the CPU for both the Xbox and the PlayStation, since they did in the previous one, too. Uh, this is the interesting part on the PlayStation side. Well, the Xbox stuff is a little farther in the story, but the report also suggests that the alleged PS5 GPU will be able to switch between three modes in order to offer backwards compatibility with PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 4 Pro titles. Apparently in the specs that they were able to find out, there is a uh, Gen 2, Gen 1, and Gen 0 mode where the uh, Gen 1 and Gen 0 modes allow for backwards compatibility and the Gen 2 will specifically be triggered for PlayStation 5 titles. So what it's going to do is it looks like it's going to probably downclock the GPU, so that way it's not like trying to just push all this power out to play older games um, and save, I guess, on some power in there itself. Power and probably cooling. Right. I mean, I guess that's not bad. I mean, since they need to appeal to backwards compatibility. Um, I mean, wasn't that one thing we talked about previously is that there were... Because they were trying to push so many people out of the PlayStation 4 and 4 Pro to go to the 5 that they kind of missed out on a lot of the backwards compatibility stuff. So they're kind of backtracking to try to get backwards compatibility working. I know we had a discussion they're about this They're backtracking on all of it, though. Like, there originally was supposed to be just, I think, 4, which is supposed to be the only backwards compatible. Maybe 3, I can't remember. But 
they wasn't supposed to be able to do two or one. Now they've backtracked it. It's it's looking like they're maybe going to back it up all the way to you can do PS1 games. Yeah, and that's one of the other stories we actually have here um, towards the tail end of this. But you know, actually, I'll just move that one up because we'll actually move on to that one second about that detail there. But in regards to the Xbox Series X GPU, apparently this is going to have a possible target of 12 teraflops. So 12 teraflops versus the PlayStation 5's 9, what was that again, (laughs) 9.2? Yeah, that's a hell of a jump. Hey, assume I know nothing about computers. What does GPU stand for? Graphical processing unit. So what are we talking there? Is that like just how strong it is putting out graphics and shit? Mm Mm-hmm. So it all relies on a combination of the CPU and the GPU. So if you have a beefy CPU and a beefy GPU working together, the quality of your games is going to be up there at the highest tier possible. So because so what does that matter if PlayStation... Can't the games only be so good looking? At a certain... Like, I don't understand... It's gonna. De- it depends on what the. Are you utilizing all of that? I guess is my question. Yeah. Can you it, can you utilize all of that pa- graphical power? My assumption is that they're going to have probably a small set of processor and uh, GPU reserve for the system itself. Like when you're going back to dashboards, right. but the game itself is probably going to use anywhere between eighty and ninety percent of what it actually has available to it. So even though the Series X has a potential 12 teraflops, maybe 10 to 11 of that will actually be dedicated to the game itself, while one or even half of that will be dedicated to just the the system reserved, what's actually held for the dashboard or for any other changes that need to happen. Same with the PlayStation So what is is your computer? So my computer is running a uh, Ryzen 7 2700X CPU, so made by AMD. It's going to be... The processor I have in is... If I'm right, closer in architecture to the processors of the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X. Okay. And then my graphics card is the GTX 980, so I'm a couple generations behind, but that would be... I would still say that's relatively close to the Xbox One X or even the Xbox One anyway in regards to actual power. So these will be stronger than... Oh, yeah. These will definitely have a lot more oomph than what my computer has in it itself, though. But you think even compared to PC gaming anyway, though, is that here is one piece of hardware being the, you know, the Series X or the PlayStation 5 that everybody's going to buy, so it's going to be easier to develop for, versus a PC where you can have an Intel processor with an NVIDIA GPU or an Intel processor with an AMD GPU or the other way around. You can have all these different parts mixed up, so it's a lot of testing the developers have to go through to make that work. That's lots of words. (laughs) I definitely know what all of them mean. (laughs) Preston wow. has blood currently like just dripping out of his ears right now as he tries to put it all you together. You said all that shit. I'm like, my computer Sorry. turns on when I push the so, button. You're just like, whoa. It's too yeah. much. So further along, though, too. Let's see so okay, so when games are being made, so let's say a yeah. game that's cross-platform like Assassin's Creed. Are they going to make two different versions of it like that, or are they both going to be the same? My assumption is they're going to be the same, but then it's going to be just use what you have available like uh how do I, i'm just trying to think of how to put this i feel like games have might see less like frame rate issues and stuff yeah with the xbox games have okay. auto- it'll just it'll just feel a little yeah. more polished and games okay. have an auto detect feature in them anyway at least like on the pc side that says hey your game should run based on your specs at medium settings or like in the case of skyrim which came out 
over 10 years ago now, right? 10 years ago? I don't remember. Maybe 2009. But when that game came out, though, no, it's, you know, it's 11. Was it 2011? Okay. I oh, thought, it was, decade, I thought it was at least, probably is. Um, like right now, running that on mine, it auto defaults that says you're going to run this game in ultra high. Okay. So the top tier level of that. And I assume that's what's going to be happening behind the scenes. Even though there's not going to be a menu to change graphics or frame rate or anything, you're just going to have like your, your contrast slider for shadows and such. There's they might still have those do. though, don't there, they? There like might for be Red Dead, like you can do performance in God of War, like performance versus graphics. Correct. Yeah. I was even actually going to say that for Star Wars. I did Wars. not know that. Okay. But maybe maybe they will, and maybe that will tie into okay. what I talked about uh, last week. When you know, where's the possibility that the Series X could be a Windows 10 gaming machine on one side and an Xbox on the other? Okay. I mean, imagine that type of level of performance to me. But that would be neat. That would be great. It's like, okay, I don't want. I'm not plugged into a 4K TV with my Xbox One or my PlayStation 5. Okay, let's roll that stuff back so I'm not chewing up all of this power and, you know, my fans aren't running as hard as they should. Well, like, doesn't blow you know. up my PlayStation. <laughs> so, I, I, I was just actually just curious. Do you think that's going to... Is that actually going to be a selling point? So it's like it actually it, makes it like, it'll be a like selling, yeah, we have we have more. But it'll it depends be a selling on like, point, does it matter that you have more? But not a difference no. maker. What okay. it comes down to what's okay. gonna come down to is what the developers do with it, really. When you have those multi platform games like Assassin's Creed, okay, they're gonna just they're probably gonna meet a certain level of possibilities with games, but it might be like, okay, we're going to partner with Microsoft on releasing this here on Xbox first for exclusivity for six months, and then we're gonna release the game on PlayStation. Um, okay. After that, you know, it's like this is where you're going to be able to play the definitive game. Um, but I don't know for console exclusives, though. Obviously, of course, it's going to be what the console right. itself does. So uh, we'll just have to see. We'll actually have to do when the Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five come out. I assume each of us may have one of them, if not both. Maybe, yeah. I'll have then that. we can at least do some comparisons, like. Side by side to show it's like okay, how does this look in 1080p? How does this look in 4K? You okay. know, do they look, do they look close? Like, do we see any sort of graphical improvement on the Series X with its extra kick versus the PlayStation Five, or you know, or what? But we can't actually see raw specs out of the machine saying it's using 75% of the GPU, it's using 100% of the GPU, it's its fans are not running fast enough to keep things cool. We won't know yet until we see some people tear the thing apart and look at parts and then do side-by-side testing. Fair enough. So Let's move on. Yeah, that moves into the next thing that we were talking about. And this story came out yesterday from BGR. Latest PlayStation 5 leak might have revealed a killer feature that fans will flip out over. I fucking hate these stupid clickbait titles. Effectively, what's going on here is the... You clicked it, motherfucker. <laughs> I did. But this was, of course, Kyle. You who said, like hey, have too. you <laughs> seen this article? Kyle was like a pop-up ad to be. He's like, hey, did you see this article about the PlayStation 5 killer feature? <laughs> I went and clicked You're that shit. You're the problem, Kyle. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, so, I guess so. <laughs> according to this, according to this leak this here, uh, the feature itself is going to be called the Remastering Engine. According to Hip Hop Gamer, whatever that is, Sony's been working on this since 2012 to make the feature possible, and it'll all be part of Sony's Everything Everywhere mantra. Uh, from the rest of the story, let's see. The leaker said that the remastering engine the PS5 is getting will not only allow players to play older games on the new machine, but old games might also be enhanced to deliver a more modern gameplay experience. This looks like it's referencing, like, this is what I don't get, though, and I want, I really. 
hope that if this is a thing, we get a lot better of an explanation on this one. Basically, the way the article describes this is that it feels like you're going to be able to pop a PlayStation 1 game into your PlayStation 5 and play that game. Not getting stuff from the store, not like from the digital store. You're actually going to be popping in a copy of Twisted Metal 2 into your PlayStation 5, and it's going to play on your PlayStation 5 without issue. That's the way it sounds. That's the, that's the way it looks to me, is that you're going to be able to take your old catalog of physical discs, pop them in. I mean, it's I'm not, not going like to lie. can't. No, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue with that. I actually would love to be able to throw a copy of Jack and Daxter, the first Jack and Daxter, into a PlayStation Five, which was a PlayStation Two game. Drop that in and play that, you know, on just one console instead of having to go buy a PlayStation Two again and have that set up and play that. That's that's kind of neat to me. I don't know if they're gonna be able to do it. If they've been working on it since 2012, sure. I mean, you know, you're talking eight years now, but I don't know. That is going to be. I don't see why they could not do it. Well, because the PlayStation, the PlayStation Two, used DVDs to handle their games. PlayStation Three and up were all Blu-ray discs, whereas the PlayStation used some sort of. I don't know if it was just straight up CD. PlayStation or if it was if it was a proprietary type of CD. Because remember, Sony likes their proprietary shit. Yeah, but they've all they've all had a specific copyright protection yeah now are they going to actually make a are they going to put uh essentially a playstation 1 drm chip inside the playstation 5 or is it going to be a digital drm instead that doesn't look at a chip it's more something else built into the actual firmware that'd be cool it would be neat i'm not arguing with that i appreciate that you know to make one console to rule them all of sorts for at least that family of systems that'd be a nice selling point for me if they can deliver it. Um, let's see. Yeah, this kind of goes back to the same thing this guy talked about saying in our previous article about the three modes for um, the GPU and the PlayStation 5. Um, have three modes to help it recognize disk from previous systems and adapt accordingly. Separate report a few days ago, same thing about the rumored PS5 GPU, but said that the three modes match the PlayStation 5, PS4 Pro, and the PS4 GPU requirements. I mean, you can't slap in a PlayStation 1 disc into a PlayStation 4 now and play it, right? No, but you no. could on PS3. On PS3, you could. Okay. Uh, well, you in, could that, do, in you the could first PS, generation you of could the do PS3, PS2 right? and PS1, you could do it. But that was in the first generation of PlayStation 3 consoles, right? Because right. as they went on, they removed that backwards compatibility, right. didn't they? Well, they did that because they couldn't sell PS3 games. They weren't selling... No, no, the that's, that, I get that. I just was trying to remember. Like, I thought they no, had okay, a, yeah. a split. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what it looks like, is that, you know, if they include that, that's going to be a, a big thing. And that may make people who happen to hold on to those old PlayStation games go back and do it. Like, I've got my hey, copy of, I, I got my copy, my PlayStation 2 copy of Persona 4 still. You know, I've got uh, Gran Turismo A spec still. i got a couple other PlayStation 2 games sitting around, but it's like, that would be cool to boot some of those up again yep. without having to buy a remastered version or go through the digital store to get it if I already have it. So, okay. You know, I still like my Xbox stuff, though, but there's that. Uh, Next story comes to us from Forbes. I don't know why I'm talking like that. (laughs) I really don't. I kind of just, like, drowned out. Like, my mind just, like, stopped doing things there for a second. (laughs) This was more just like I just wanted a quick little discussion on Stadia. Yeah, because Stadia's, they've been adding features slowly. Is it? What was that? Is it dead? I don't know yet. 
but maybe of course I feel the like it. It was dead on arrival. I felt like yeah. I'm not gonna argue they fucked up their thing, but I mean they're saying yeah. this is the yeah. The problem is that the library was not big enough. You limit it to those founders edition people to be able to actually go and get it. And a lot of the features you were saying that this was gonna be able to do were not available day one. Right. So they staggered all that out, and some of those features have released since day one. But they weren't giving people the you had you got a separate code, I guess. To use your Stadia versus, and then they actually sent you the hardware stuff you needed. But it was two separate things, and people yeah. would like be plugging their shit and like, why isn't this working? They what, do you, what do you mean? And you, you, sorry, no, go, no, go ahead. Okay. You, you continue your thought. They were so you needed an email to actually like activate your profile and shit on the Stadia, mm-hmm. and they weren't sending those out for some people and developers and shit for at the same time. So they basically just got a glorified Chromecast until they actually got that email. So a lot of people couldn't use their Stadias. Right away. I don't know if that's still a problem. No, so they did. But, like, that's, that's, how, that's, how, that's how they fucked up their when, like, initial launch. It's like, why in the fuck is this not all just in one thing yeah. for us? So when wow. Stadia launched, it came, the Founders Edition came with the controller and came with a Chromecast Ultra. So it didn't matter if you had an Ultra or not. That Chromecast Ultra that it came with had the firmware to run Stadia games. That was right. what it was for. Uh, about two weeks after, I believe, is when they released the firmware update to existing Chromecast Ultras that would allow them to play Stadia games. But you couldn't just hook the controller up and start getting things going. You actually had to use the Stadia app on your phone to connect to your network, to connect to your controller, to get everything to sync up. You couldn't just do it from the controller itself and just let the controller detect the Wi-Fi network, detect the Chromecast Ultra, and then you know just do its own logical pairing. You know, it wouldn't do it. You had to do it all through the stupid app. But, no, this article from Forbes definitely is highlighting it. And the uh, article is, Destiny 2 Stadia is just 1.4% of the player base, creating serious matchmaking problems. And that does not shock me. That really does not. I mean, that was their flagship free game. Like, mm-hmm. you'll get Destiny 2 for free. So here's how the stats break down. Yeah, according to, uh, so Forbes is quoting, is quoting uh, The Verge here. And, of course, the numbers are showing that on PC, there were 494,000 people playing. PlayStation 4, 454,000. Xbox was 331,000. And Stadia was just over (laughs) 19,000. Jesus. (laughs) So that adds up to almost 1.3 million daily players, yet Stadia only accounted for the 1.4%. So that's bad. Now this, yeah. is, now this is where now someone was able to take those numbers and it looks like they were able to actually find out how much farther that broke down. I don't know where they were actually, let's see, recent Stadia stats via Charlem. I don't know what Charlemagne is, but that's fine. Says when this was taken, PVE had 18,000 players in it. Crucible had just under 2,000. Gambit had just over 1,000. And Raids only had about 500 players. That is rough. I mean, they shut down... Oh, there was a planet side game that just got shut down, but of course they had quite they had very very like a very small amount of players compared to this. This is fucking horrible. I'm surprised the I'm surprised Bungie just hasn't pulled the plug on the matchmaking stuff and just said it was a good try. Thanks for coming in and doing this, but no. This is just cross, a waste. You think cross platform might help them? Yes. Because then matchmaking then time just take as every, long. Yeah. yeah. Like, loading times probably wouldn't be as bad either because, yeah, you could pair up with people from PlayStation and from Xbox. Can you do that now? Not on, on Destiny? Destiny, I don't think. No, I don't think on <coughs> Destiny. Then that would be the bridge for it. But. I don't know. Can they come back? I don't know. If they can, they've got a. They've got a. What would you do? Like, I don't know. I, it's got. It's, it's the games you're giving them, right? Like, 
you're not giving them a reason to pick yours over the established systems, the established consoles or even PC. Like, I don't, what do you do to fix this shit? I don't know. Yeah, no, and that's actually what the article says as I scroll down through here is that the solution here is obvious yet complicated crossplay. That's like the solution that they, that the guy here writing this article for Forbes. I think says Destiny is, like is supposed to go crossplay, actually. I would assume so, but. I think it was on the short list. For, I think it is, yeah. Because yeah. isn't Overwatch on the list too? On, for what? For Stadia? No, 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 for crossplay. Opening up crossplay. Ooh, I don't know. Not that I'm. I think it was, of. except for not Switch. I think no, it was just yeah, just, I mean, just yeah. Xbox, PS4, yeah, yeah and, and PC. No, I'm doing it on PC because, because there was a way, there up. was a way because I thought they were doing a thing where you could like tell if you're using a PC or if you're using a controller on your PC, no. they would link you. Oh, maybe that was Apex. No, that was there's, um, another, there's some game that's allowing whatever your way of playing is. PUBG they will put on you the Xbox. If you play PUBG on the Xbox and it detects that you have a keyboard and mouse plugged in, right. it will put you into a pu- keyboard okay. mouse only lobby. You cannot play with other people who are using controllers unless you happen to use one of those little boxes that spoofs it to think you have a controller plugged in. Okay. So that's um, okay. Yeah. But Overwatch I don't think has anything either, though, but at least no crossplay stuff yet, though, because I haven't seen anything. So only crossplay can save Stadia, is that what we're saying? <laughs> yeah. It's the only apparent. But solution. I, I, but you, I mean, you would I don't, they, you, I mean, they put on some new developers. Like, they just signed a bunch of indie people to yeah. help get the games. But I don't know. Yeah. It hasn't really saved Microsoft. I don't know if it's going to yeah. save. No, and that this is, I think, 2020 and for the next at least couple of years is going to be big on the cloud stuff. Because not only did Microsoft in the last few months with Project X Cloud, you know, not only open it up to beta where you could go and play the few games that they have in testing. They also allowed access to your catalog and I think even access to your Xbox to play games remotely. So you do all the processing on the Xbox instead of on one of their servers. I think they had opened that part up. Mm. Of course, PlayStation Now is kind of getting its own kickback up too. GeForce Now has their streaming thing for PC games. There's Steam Link stuff too if you want to play your PC games remotely as well. Um, So Stadia is just a big player in the sense of being Google, but has a very low player base anyway just because it's... It's not like Google's shy about pulling the plug. No, it's very... It's it's hindered by the fact on how they released it. It's not like, okay, we're just going to open up a beta and give these... It's like, no, you need to pay us 130 bucks. We'll let you in, you know, and we're only going to make so many of these anyway. It's not here. We're going to go ahead and do a beta. We'll Remember when give you were excited, I was. I was stoked. <laughs> he was so excited the first... I was going to buy like, it. Aren't That's you happy it. you didn't? Yeah. 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 I'm glad I didn't pre-order it, so... Money well saved. This is just something I want to kind of keep a lie on, like throughout the year, see if Stadia yes. can make any kind of comeback. I don't know if it'll make it. To I don't the think year. I don't. I don't think it will either. No. I think it will be pulled. But and yeah. I'm just waiting I'm on. I signed It'll up be another for, Ouya. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> I signed up for uh, Project X Cloud too. So when they have more space opened up, I'll get mm. a notification because they asked who my yeah. cell phone provider was, and since I have T-Mobile, that's the cellular network that they partnered okay. with to do their testing at least over cellular which is cool so uh, if that comes up then i'll get on that and report it preston you were really attached to this story so i really want you to go over this i just thought it was stupid this one comes from the verge (laughs) and the title is ninja's first adidas sneaker will be out on december 31st so this sneaker came out then on tuesday wait you said first uh, adidas ninja's 
first. Yeah, which As means in, that there's more in the pipeline. God damn it. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Jesus like he's an athlete. Like, he has Le- like He's on the same thing as LeBron James. Like, th- this is bullshit. Yeah, this, this is fucking ridiculous. These, these oh, my shoes, fucking these God, shoes look man. really bad. These look like... Oh, yeah, they're ugly as shit. Look at this, man. These shoes look like what they these would assign out shoes. to a high school basketball team. Like, oh, if, man, like if, you're, if you're on a high school basketball team and your, your team colors are blue and yellow... And it's like, these are the shoes you have to have. That's what they give out. They cost $150. Fuck you. No. Really? Yeah. Like, good for him. <laughs> oh my I cannot God. believe this no, fucking he's shit. Gonna, like, just so adult sizes him. are 150 and youth sizes are 120 I'm glad that, that my ridiculous. kids do not like Ninja. This like, they don't fucking... watch any of his shit, so that's fine with me. I wouldn't buy him anyway. That's stupid. Oh, my God. It's just That's crazy how dumb. much video gaming is moving into the sports world, actually. Like, it's a fucking sport. According to the article here... It's not! This is, well, I this guess is you can bet on it in Vegas now. You can bet on a lot of shit. So, you can bet on whether I'm going to beat the shit out of Brandon. Guess what? <laughs> so this is why So this is why these, these shoes kind of showed up out of nowhere, I guess. So Ninja's manager and wife, Jessica Blevins, told Business Insider that part of the reason why Ninja moved from Twitch to Mixer was that Twitch was proposing a new contract that would have limited how he could grow his brand outside of gaming. Since making the switch to Mixer, Ninja has cut deals like the one with Adidas. He appeared as a contestant on The Masked Singer and even landed a small role in Ryan Reynolds' upcoming movie, Free Guy. So I'm looking forward to seeing that movie, but fuck, I didn't know he was in it. So that's why. Is so when he switched over, he got a better deal with Mixer just to be able to grow his brand outside of just playing games. Now he can shill shoes. He, he could be in movies. He could be in. He was on the Mass yeah. Singer. He was in. Yeah. He's in a Kevin Hart video. Like they, Kevin Hart does that shit with celebrities. And I guess ninjas. A bona fide celebrity. What the fuck? Yeah, he was in Mass. He was in Mass Singer. Dude. I actually watched that episode. I remember when they revealed. He him, was like, the first one kicked off. Yeah. <laughs> He, which, he what sucks was he in? so much ass. What, what, what was the suit he was in in that one? Do you remember? Oh, no. It was he wasn't the egg, was he? I don't remember the suit. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to watch that show. God, that show is just so bad. <laughs> I kind of enjoy it, but I feel like they draw out so many things in that show. Yeah. But whatever. So that's that's the whole reason for this stuff. This showing is just up. more so, of like a fucking laugh. Like, like you fucking believe this shit is happening. My my guess. I mean, Ninja's branching out as much though too. Are we going to see others do it next? Like, are we going to see Shroud coming out here soon? Not necessarily with like a thing of like Shroud shoes, but you know, did he see the same thing that Twitch was doing to Ninja and was like, okay, well, I'm going to go over here. They're offering me this much money to come over and stream for them. Now I can go and do these other things in addition to the same thing I've been doing. Since day one, it's pretty interesting. I'd like to see where this goes. Yeah, I'm more curious about what's going to happen in ten years. Yeah, we're going to see like, billboards this, of all these like pro bad, gamers yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, like, is I'm, this just a well? So like one of the road. one of the streamers I one of the streamers I like to watch is Doctor Disrespect. I don't know if you guys have seen any of his stuff. I that sounds familiar. Okay, I don't know. Who cares? So his whole his whole stick is like. 80s early 90s level stuff like he actually has a mullet wig that he wears he wears a set of turtle beach headphones uh glasses and then he has not only like some type of under armor shirt but he wears what looks like a bulletproof vest almost over him as he plays these games and he really gets into his persona but the things that he's like most twitch streamers usually have their own merch stores like oh buy a shirt buy stickers buy uh, a hoodie whatever he's moved on to the next part where he's got branded turtle beach headsets and he just recently got put onto a, I guess what you would consider the 
elite controller for PlayStation. Hmm. Like they, there's some other company that makes these controllers that are like the elite ones that come out for Xbox, but it's a PlayStation Four One, yeah. And so it's got the paddles on the bottom and that too, but it's branded Doctor Disrespect on it. It's not just a vinyl overlay on the top of it. It's like this thing is like in the plastic itself. Painted I'm not on. mad at the streamers or yeah. those guys. Are like, do you do you? Yeah, get as much money as you. Want. I'm mad at society for being so fucking dumb that they think they need to buy Ninja fucking sneakers. No, I agree. <laughs> I, I don't care about hoodies. I don't care about T-shirts. But, yeah, you're getting in, like, 150 bucks for a pair of fucking shoes it's that a, a streamer Jesus, made. man. God, this is why Nike's kicking their ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... Wow. I'm not buying them. I'm good. It was just a way to compete with Nike. There we go. Yeah. What we else got we got streamers? here, Sherm? All right. Oh, so oh, oh, oh. The last story here in our list. I added this one a little late, but I thought this was a big one, especially for the love of Final Fantasy VII here. Final Fantasy VII Remake Demo Leaks, revealing a much-anticipated character and outfit. This story comes to us from Polygon. So, Final Fantasy VII Remake's demo appeared to have leaked online, giving people access to a plethora of the game's files. It is unknown exactly how players got their hands on the demo before it actually came out, but Ars Technica notes that users could have spoofed an IP address to grab the demo, or that maybe Sony didn't have the file behind the right credentials. Interesting. So the demo has not released yet. However, if people were able to get files, it must mean that the release is going to be close. So maybe, I think one of the dates I saw in another article is around maybe March that you could see a demo. But I, That's pretty late. Yeah, the game's coming out March 3rd. I hope it's, Is it March? It sounded like it was maybe February. I hope Maybe they, I misread the date. Give me at least a month of that demo. Yeah. Yeah. So... They haven't been able to actually confirm authenticity of a lot of these different things, but so far, like what they've been able to confirm is one of the most notable reveals for these is uh, these models is Cloud's cross-dressing outfit. Was that a thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Sneak I mean, in I don't remember that. I'm to, like, uh, Tifa gets captured, and you have to sneak into Don Corneo's mansion with Eris. Was Cloud yes. always a crossdresser? No. Is this like Widow was a yeah. genie? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We saw. Man, I don't know anything about anything. Apparently, God. Yeah, let's see. My world's been turned upside down. Uh, through the rest of the article, it says the image looks like it's missing a lot of textures and appears to be just generally unpolished. But it seems like Square Enix was holding on to this reveal for a while on purpose. Yeah, and it's in the pictures that they have. Or, the pictures look me, a little wonky. They do. Yeah, they're very. Um, I don't want to say bland necessarily. Texture wise, they look bland, but the actual uh, shapes and everything are you know they're on point at least polished to that point. Uh, let's see what else they got. Red 13, the beast-like lion who joins Cloud's party in Midgar, was also revealed as a part of the leaks. Now, that image looks really good. Yeah, that makes me think that you would actually be getting a reveal of it, maybe, like, cutscene style. Not necessarily, like, in a battle or anything, but more like cutscene style, and then it's like, boom, demo's done. Well, that's what they've done with all the the character reveals so far with every trailer they've shown. Mm-hmm. You know, the Aeris had her own trailer, and then Tifa had hers, and Barrett's always kind of been there since the beginning, but... I think we'll get another trailer before the game releases, like an actual launch trailer. And I think we'll see red. And I think that's maybe that's what they'll show at the end of the demo is what the act like maybe the final trailer before seven comes out. That's that's what I'm going to yeah. assume is I'm actually going to guess a launch trailer will have also demo available later today. So early February is what I'm guessing. Now, for you two, for Dan and Kyle, the question comes down to this then is you 
guys have already been through Final Fantasy VII, you know, over all these years and that, waiting for the release of this. Is this... Do you really care that you're seeing any of these, like, leaks come out so far of, like, there being a demo in the first place? Like, actually seeing the some of the images scraped from the files and that? Do you guys really care? It has no impact on me nope. because I'm getting it regardless. Okay. It's, That's the same for me. I mean, if it was a... It was like just another cool, like, hey, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're going into the game like, oh, Red Thirteen's in this game. You know, it's like it should be just more of an overall. It's like, duh, he's going to be in there, but it's like I didn't know what he looked like. Like, it's cool to see the first screenshot. I can't wait to see him in the actual game. Yeah, to actually see how the action handles with that, like how they move around. So, yeah, I that's why I was like. It's like there are some people out there who are pissed off about this. Like this game has been out for over twenty years now. It's like, what are you really mad about? Are you mad that just people got to it before you did? You know, it's like, do you have that big of a hard on for Final Fantasy VII that this just ruined your day? What? Who's mad? There's been talk about this with these leaks coming out that some people were just upset that these things are getting revealed before Sony wanted to put them out and Square Enix wanted to put them out because this has, I think, exclusivity on PlayStation for just a little bit. For, Wait, it sounded what? like the first year because there was was it first year yeah there okay. was PC code that turned up in the demo as well okay and that that's one of the things that's pointing to that probably most likely a year out I'm not really sure who these people are or the people from the they're mad from at the, Sony and no they're mad at the people who went in and hacked and actually went and brought this stuff up I don't know why it's just people Again, wanting to find yeah, something to be it's pissed just people off being about. pissed off to be pissed off oh okay like they just want it to be a surprise for them. I guess. I, I guess know. maybe, but again, it's like the game's been out for over 20 years now. What the fuck does it matter? They're whining for whining's yeah. sake. Oh, exactly. I know those guys. And with that said, that's it for our week in the news. Thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook.com slash The NPCs Podcast. Also, check us out on Anchor.fm slash The-NPCsPodcast. We're available on Google Podcasts and Spotify, which you can get the links from on our Anchor.fm site. Thanks for tuning in and have yourselves a great week.